0: Welcome to the Gatecast, and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy, and the city of the Ancients, Atlantis.
1: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 241. And, sadly, due to circumstances, I'm sure beyond his control, Brad won't be joining us. So it's just me and Mike.
0: Good evening, everybody. Yes, we've been patiently waiting for him. Alan's been patiently waiting a bit longer because I <laughs> didn't know he was online either.
1: <laughs> I don't mind.
0: Yep, this week, folks, we're going to be doing Progeny, Stargate Atlantis episode. Hopefully, Brad will turn up sometime during the recording, in which case, we'll probably pause and we'll seamlessly insert him into the podcast.
1: Well, you'll seamlessly insert him into the podcast. <laughs>
0: So, what were you doing while you were waiting for me then?
1: I, I went back and watched the last two minutes of uh, Outlander that I hadn't looked at yet. Okay. I was watching and I was thinking, okay, this is set in 1945 initially anyway. I don't know if you know the premise.
0: I know the premise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you should probably edit that last part out. Pretty much the previous <laughs> preceding five minutes.
0: And as requested. A few minutes put out there. And I was listening to a podcast. Commentary fractures. Traitor. <laughs> You don't even listen to our podcast.
1: I do. I, I listen to the podcast that you re-recorded. <laughs> oh, Riff Track. You seem to like Riff track.
0: And Colin, who does, he's been on the show many years ago. His guest was Laura. You know, she said, how old are you? 21. <laughs> I'm one of the youngest listeners. I thought, oh, God, God. <laughs> old generation of sci-fi fans weren't born when we watched. It.
1: <laughs> Have we been gone six years? No. Right.
0: He started in 2008, then he had a year off <laughs> between the first episode, maybe the second episode. and
1: Anyone who's actually been in my presence for longer than five minutes would think uh, hearing myself is probably one of my favourite things. I talk more than McKay.
0: Not quite as fast, though.
1: Because I have quite deliberately slowed down so that the Finns can understand me. Right. Between the accent and the general richness of my linguistic contributions, it tends to confuse them. I thought there were a game night on this evening, but apparently there isn't. It's on tomorrow, which I fully intend to attend because it's the first game night of the year, which means you're going to get a lot of foreign women who've never lived in Finland before and who are covering their nervousness by drinking. <laughs> yes, I let Evil Faze out of the box on Sunday. He hasn't got back in yet.
0: You're a bit muffled. Are you eating?
1: No, Mike, we're under beard Oh, OK. There's a lot of beard for it to go under. Yeah. <laughs> imagine this. I didn't bring a razor to Finland. So if you can imagine that. And if my calculations are correct, I'll have been here a year on Sunday. Don't time fly.
0: Yes, it does. He
1: said peeling orange. Oh, sorry. I've seen trying to eat too much orange at once there. I like oranges. I don't like vegetables, but I'll cheerfully eat fruit all day.
0: Nothing wrong with vegetables as long as they're deep fried.
1: Ah, the Vimes approach to vegetables.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you, there is nothing, nothing as tasty as parsnip chips. What? Parsnips chipped up like you would potatoes and fried. They are incredible. Do they like absorb a lot of fat? Probably no different to. Uh, depends how you cook them, really, isn't it?
1: I only do chips in the oven.
0: Ah, right. So, have you seen the finale of uh, Falling Skies yet?
1: Falling Skies is something I tend to watch when travelling. Ah, right. A bit like Vikings. Oh, that would have been a classic typo on my part. I almost hit Pweet when I played cat.
0: There's a Tumblr or a podcast waiting to happen.
1: Yep. Well, have you watched any Team Wolf yet?
0: I haven't seen last night's episode.
1: No, I haven't seen last night's episode either. But <laughs> i, I got to say, the one advantage of having missed the entire season up to episode 10 was I could burn through it in four days.
0: Only real way to watch television.
1: It, uh, Netflix is roomy. The point is, the problem with Team Wolf is the cliff hangs every bloody episode. <laughs> every episode is just so something happens and then the screen goes back. And I'm like, is it coming back? And then after about five seconds, the word ends pops up. I'm thinking, oh, okay, it's not coming back.
0: <laughs> I'm normally at the screen, turn the bloody lights on. <laughs> in Team Wolf? Just like these Skies, they do light shooting in slightly less than ideal lighting conditions because it hides no end of issues when you're filming
1: I really must come up with a quick ten pages on the state of the art regarding phonemes and the Celtic language before Tuesday that could be fun it's something I was supposed to do over the summer so now I'm going to have to cram it in the weekend
0: ok Deadline it really gets the creative juices flowing
1: take the Douglas Adams approach to Deadlines I enjoy Deadlines I love the whooshing sound they make as they go by
2: do you like Star Trek? Me neither. Listen to Warp 10 Podcast. <laughs> I'll just cut that out and put it up at the front of every episode of Welcome to the Warp 10 Podcast. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday as we explore the Star Trek Prime universe, starting with Enterprise and ending with Nemesis. I'm Neil, a diehard Star Trek fan since I was a little kid. I'm Joe. I'm not a diehard Star Trek fan, but I'm trying damn hard. This is the internet's most open, honest, controversial, and explicit Star Trek podcast out there.
0: Yeah, believe them when they say it's explicit. That is not a family podcast. No kiddies allowed. Lots of strong language and opinions. But entertaining and a lot of fun. And they'll soon be done with enterprise and moving on. So hopefully, (laughs) or not, things might quieten down a bit. We'll see.
1: I'm giving serious consideration to getting Wolverine on the right tricep. Oh, right. I would like Discworld. The problem with Discworld is it's all complex. I wouldn't pull it on something as small as my upper arm. That'd be a tack you'd want on your back.
0: Couldn't you just go for a, a coat of arms match your B5 shield?
1: could, but I couldn't pick an appropriate coat of arms. <laughs> Considering there's, a, I've seen at least two dozen. Right. If Ian gets bored, he flings out another five or six. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Ian in this case is the Cunning Artificer's business partner formerly Ian the Apprentice anyway I am at zero 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 two fingers hovering over space park.
0: yep I think we're all ready as per usual be watching uh, the region 2 DVD version of the episode pure laziness and our park the run time is shorter than the uh, NTSE and HD equivalent I see. hey it's two minutes so I don't have to muck about with <laughs>
1: I don't suppose you've listened to any of Saturdays, just to check. What, Irresistible? No, the one we recorded on Saturday.
0: Oh, the one you recorded on Saturday? Yes. No, I've just got old files and put them in a folder.
1: I have a mental image now of an actual, you know, file drawer, a metal cabinet, and you, you get files, you're in a <laughs> yeah. folder, and you just close the drawer and lock it and go, right, I'll look at that in three weeks.
0: I've re-recorded everything on big old-fashioned tape wheel thingies.
1: <laughs> ah, tape Wolf. Remember? Big old-fashioned tape reel thingies.
0: Ah, yeah, real to reels Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, uh, that jumped the shark a bit for me, because they look behind the record player and find a bloody great table sitting there and thinking, really? Nobody saw that? Nobody?
0: And I wouldn't expect it to move. No. If I saw a power lead or something lead going in, I wouldn't just grab it and start yanking it. <laughs> but never mind.
1: What did you think of 8.2?
0: 8.2 what? Uh, Doctor Oh. They were okay, nothing special.
1: It weren't the Dalek I were expecting. They went in a direction that honestly didn't occur to me, but, God, how many Star Wars references? <laughs> I mean, come on, trash compactor? They didn't actually push it so much that the walls actually moved, but...
0: Yeah, I did like it. This would make a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would.
1: Good idea for a movie, bad idea for a proctologist. <laughs> a bit of a risque reference for Doctor Who.
0: Yes, it was, but that's for another day. Let's get this podcast going
1: because I've been told I can't pronounce finish properly et, Licky.
0: okay then nice shot of the city Doc, wormhole's
2: established Malp is on the way
0: Uh, rear projection puddle practical effect
1: should we remind our listeners what Malp actually stands for go on then oh I thought you knew
0: right then you're (laughs) all It looks like Elizabeth hasn't done her hair for a couple of days.
1: Yeah, it looks like it is surprisingly long. Environmental sensors indicate viable life support. Visuals coming in now.
3: Put it on screen. (laughs) Hey, who's this? Maybe it never was abandoned.
0: He's got a device. Yep. We recognise them.
1: He's got a tricorder.
0: Well, it's the same sort of device that they got from the jumper, isn't it? Oh, this one. (laughs) Just because they know how to use ancient technology doesn't mean that they're...
2: speaking to whoever sent this machine to our home. If you intend us harm...
4: Proceed no further. But if you come in friendship, please know you are most welcome
0: here. Hmm. It's a trap. It's obviously a trap. Don't you watch this, Joe?
1: Well, is there is it? Why is on and limping?
0: He's carrying the gun on that side. It's weighs <laughs> about ten pounds. Look at him show off.
1: <laughs> I gotta wonder how much Jason actually practiced that. A lot. So things set to stun? Friendly.
0: Day trip. We're all going.
3: Well, ancients are not, they are obviously an advanced society and I would like to establish diplomatic relations with them immediately.
0: Oh, here's the boss.
1: Besides, maybe maybe they have a decent hairdresser or a tailor who actually make me clothes that fit.
0: Could be, yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible.
1: Sorry, Eli had a greater selection of clothing than she did.
0: <laughs> and they switch back to the CGI puddle for that shot. Where'd everybody go? Yeah. Well, they know it's different because there's people on the balcony that weren't there before.
1: No. This is the place we're
0: here. Although, fortunately, it's exactly the same colour scheme.
1: And that's rather badly
0: back-projected. <laughs> Just slightly Bigger. Just a tad.
5: So, not exactly like our game room.
0: Very stiff walking, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Hello. We're the people who sent the machine to earlier. We come in friendship.
0: Take me to your leader.
3: I am Niamh. Welcome
4: to his service.
0: And do you have anything to declare? Fruit, vegetables, pornography? And if not, would you like some? Right then. Progeny, Season 3, Episode 5 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast Episode 241. This episode is directed by Andy Makita story by Rob C. Cooper and Carl Binder, and the teleplay by Carl Binder. And its US premiere, August 11th, 2006. Canadians got it October the 8th, we in the UK got it November the 15th. In Sweden, September the 7th, 2007, and in Japan, November the 12th, 2008. There were a number of shows with episodes of the same name. Parade, Smallville, Law and Order, Threshold, and Medical Investigation. And this is part one of two.
1: Oh, so I'm assuming part 2 has a different title?
0: Yes, it does have a different title. Ah,
1: because of, looks up into the right tradition?
0: <laughs> quite right, yeah. I'm not quite sure where I stand on the naming of two parts, whether it should do parts 1 and 2, or two different names.
1: Yes. New from the uh, Clovine of You're Your ancient walking grayer.
0: Yeah, obviously this corridor doesn't exist in reality. They had about 11 of these pillars that are on the wall, so they have to keep shooting to make sure that people are in the actual practical set. The rest of it is, you know, a matte extension. We built this city thousands of years ago. Well, you actually built it. You didn't just find it this way. No.
3: And you've had no trouble with the Wraith?
4: No.
2: Any particular reason?
4: The Wraith do not concern us. Ah, I
0: see. You didn't answer my question.
2: I'm sorry, you didn't actually answer my question?
0: Very few people do answer your question, McKay, because you're an annoyance on it.
1: <laughs> oh...
0: Oh, my. Oh. Yes, looks reasonably impressive.
1: That looks very impressive. That looks like about seven of them.
0: <laughs> and this visual effect was all done in-house. Mm. One of the first big efforts by the in-house Atlantis department to do all the CGI for this episode. Mm. How many people live here? Millions. Well, the,
2: the power requirements for a city this size must be enormous. What, plus, uh, uh, shielding from the wraith, we're talking about three zero-point modules, maybe four? Uh, sorry, uh, ZPMs, a uh, um, uh, uh, device that taps vast amounts of power from vacuum energy.
0: Oh, yes. It's easy to forget that a lot of the names are unknown to anybody else.
2: My actually doesn't matter, many is plenty.
0: Truthfully,
4: I do not know the exact number. More than enough to suit our needs.
2: I assume that you um, built them yourself? Yes. Yes. You're a
1: slobber. yeah, you're not slobbering, Rodney, you're drooling.
0: <laughs> Kid at Christmas, isn't he?
1: It's a, if you could get someone in a homo voice to go ZPM.
2: <laughs>
1: Where did you come from?
3: We are explorers. We come from a world very far from here.
0: Really far. Do you recognize the
1: table? <laughs> it does look kinda of familiar, and they still health and safety haven't gotten near it.
0: <laughs> All the spikes pointed at you. <laughs>
2: I might add. Oddly, the database neglected to include any information on a society of millions of ancients, such as yourselves. Why is that? We are the last of
5: those you refer to as ancients. We were once a race united in our pursuit of knowledge and enlightenment, but our paths diverged after a disagreement toward the fabric of that unity.
0: And that is Oberoth, played by David Ogden Steers, American actor. I'm sure you recognize him from M.A.S.H. He also was in The Dead Zone, an episode of Next Generation, the miniseries North and South, and surprisingly THX 1138, George Lucas' first big feature.
5: Yeah, we've been doing a lot of thriving.
3: May I ask, what counsel did you offer that the others chose to disregard?
5: Our ancient brothers were arrogant.
1: Interesting. So you know why is it people who begin with O oh, were never good in these shows? Because it reminds me of the rather remember the officious and irritating Tolan? Yeah. Didn't he have a name starting with O?
0: Yeah, it was O. Oh, I'll I'll put it in proper when we edit it.
1: But he just his approach, his look, and his whole sort of attitude just reminds me of him.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not only we're better than you, but we're seriously better than you. <laughs> this is indifference to a whole new level.
1: We do.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, in fact, you wonder, why is he even meeting him? going not he delegate? I, mean,
5: I doubt that you would be able to grasp its complexity and scope. <laughs> Fortunately I'm very good with complexity and scope. All you need to know is that one day soon the Wraith will exist no more.
1: The Wraith won't all exist? We need to know. Oh, about talk it. about probably coming before of all.
5: In the meantime, you are explorers and presumably in need of rest and sustenance. We've made arrangements for you to spend a short time.
1: <laughs> yeah, then we're going to chuck you out. No? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We can't we can't have the help messing the bait up.
0: Yeah, it, it could have been more warm and friendly if he tried.
4: I apologize if you felt overall was condescending in any way.
1: In any way? In every way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, well, how many PhDs does he have?
0: This is Naeem, played by John O'Callaghan. He's been in The Agency, Dangerous Women and Once a Thief. He appears in three episodes of Atlantis. you know of Ascension?
3: Well, yes. And in fact, we always thought that agents were no longer around. That most of them evolved to the point of transforming into beings of pure energy. That's true.
0: He got an awful lot of praise in the commentary yeah, from the director. How we uh, portrayed the well, without well, sold this ball in it. He's a robot. <laughs>
4: no. We must become all that we can.
3: And you don't agree with him, do you?
0: Yes, yeah, so definitely knows the alpha male in this community.
4: Your guest quarters are this way.
0: <laughs> Awkward Chris From Alan as well. You there?
1: Yep, I was eating something crunchy. Okay. So I moved the mic away.
0: Rather expensive visual effect shot to get the city in the background through the windows. Mm. They could only use it two or three times in this scene. Purely down to cost.
2: Wouldn't be surprised. It don't seem very ancient to me. Ancienty? Yes, that's the word I was looking for.
1: Ancienty is not a word. <laughs>
2: yeah. Taylor's right. Could have found the city the way it was, moved in years ago.
3: I feel they are hiding
1: something. Oh, you don't know the half of it.
2: <laughs> There's no plan. No. I don't think so either. Why would they say they had a plan if they don't have a plan? They figured out a way to hide from the rest of the galaxy,
5: including the race, and they're happy to go on with their lives, just minding their own business. And whoever they are.
3: I think that is what we need to find out.
0: I mean, you've got to be suspicious. Of course. You know, one of them's welcomed you with open arms, and his boss has pretty much said, Yeah, come, I'm going to stomp on you.
1: You don't stomp on it. Yes, look at the visual effect.
0: No movement, though.
1: Drink in, Dalek Pet. What is it you wish to achieve?
3: The establishment of diplomatic and trade relations between our people.
5: Trade? Mm, nope. Do you really believe that you have anything of value to offer us?
3: It's possible, Oberoth. And there is only one way to find that out. But I do know that there is something you could offer us. That is assistance with our fight against the Wraith.
5: As I said before, we will commence our plan at a time of our choosing.
0: I like what they've done with the walls. You know, the little schematics being flashing on and on. Mm-hmm. It gives the impression that, you know, kind of the whole city is a computer.
1: I'm not seeing anything flashing on the walls. Oh, those. Okay.
0: Fading in and out rather than flashing.
1: Yeah.
5: Then am I to assume that this settlement of yours
0: of lentian design simple rear projectors
1: it's a clue though as to what's really going on because don't they look like don't they look like circuit lines
0: yes they do when you realize what they are it makes perfect sense
3: <laughs> sufficient shield generation requires tremendous amounts of power where is
5: this settlement of yours located
3: it's on the outer edges of this galaxy
0: hmm. you're telling him too much <laughs> It's alright always trying to be friends with everybody, but sometimes you shouldn't be telling people everybody. It's like in the first season of Enterprise when Captain Archer went out. First thing he did says, We're from Earth. These are our coordinates. <laughs> Don't tell the Klingons where we're from.
5: The very idea of greater numbers over a protracted period of time is entirely out of the question.
3: Now we have had some success.
0: <laughs> Some
3: success. and personnel. I truly believe that with your assistance, we might be able I am
0: unaccustomed to repeating myself. You're not getting very... (laughs) No, Diplomacy and negotiation, These, these are your strong points, Elizabeth.
1: Purportedly.
5: We will eliminate the wraith at a time of our choosing.
3: And you don't care how many of my people or anyone else dies while you make up your mind to act? You said earlier that your brother's greatest weakness was their arrogance... May I suggest it runs in the
0: family? At the moment, we're hiding. <laughs> Ooh, nasty. At this point, you think there's no reason not to help. As a gesture, thank yeah. you for visiting. Yes. We're not interested, but here's the ZPM. Lock the gate coordinates and job done.
1: I know what happened. I confused this episode with the uh, Die at 25 episode that we're recording after the episode it recorded on Saturday.
0: Okay. Oh, Surprise. Whose birthday is it? <laughs> Getting the aim, looking guilty. Yeah. Lower your weapons.
5: How much lower would you like them? You really wish to challenge us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, John. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's called Surrender. Oh, yeah. Yes, talk too much.
3: Now I thought you didn't want us here, O'Brien.
0: I don't.
5: But you possess information that I simply must have.
1: Now, a Depl- diplomat doesn't give away vital strategic stuff. Take the TIUC approach.
0: Well, that's it. If you ask for something, that basically is telling them what you need and what you haven't got.
2: These trade negotiations can be real murder. Mm-hmm. We need a way out of
0: here. Yeah, uh, don't touch that, Raynor. Funny, there never seems to be a uh, energy force field when people are talking in the Atlanta yeah. cell. They get awfully closed.
2: <laughs> are you serious? It's a jail cell. Yes, I know. Well, the only way out of here would be to first disable the force field around the bars, which is only accessible from the.
0: Yeah, start working on it. Oh, well done, Rodney. The power of mind.
2: I brought you food. Oh, thank God, I'm starving. Oh. <laughs>
3: I can't think
0: of an empty stone. An unusual selection.
3: Why are we being held here?
0: Why are you being held here? Some interesting foodstuffs.
1: Oh.
5: He's right.
2: Uh, if he wants to talk to us, why doesn't he?
4: He will. Very
5: soon. That's nice. Isn't that nice? Here's a question. Who the hell are you, people?
3: And don't tell us you're ancients. We know enough about them to know they would never treat people this way.
1: Ooh, looks like seaweed. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Romans never had sushi. <laughs> Probably
0: not.
4: You'll all be released unharmed.
2: I'm sorry, but all your credibility was removed when you locked us
1: up. You left us no choice.
0: Ooh, I must have hurt. Ooh, <laughs> That's it, don't get up.
1: <laughs> Unconscious with his eyes open.
0: Oh. No, he just got the wind knocked out of him. That floor's probably solid concrete.
1: Wind? You... What wind?
0: Play along.
1: No, you're the plot bit that i forgotten.
0: No, don't worry. is it convenient though that. For the first time, there aren't people just walking around the city. Curious, that. You're the one we like, so don't take this personally. Another matte extension of the jumper bay? Yeah,
1: but it's fairly obvious, unfortunately. Is this a real jumper? No, apparently it is.
0: Well, it's the studio jumper. It doesn't actually fly.
2: Hmm. Communicating with the control room, element of surprise. Nice. Go ahead, dial the gate.
1: Now, since they weren't expecting the gate to be dialed, why wasn't there someone standing there to be tragically published? Uh,
0: <laughs> it's a big city. Now, the external view of the jumper is another reuse from Season 1. Mm-hmm. They actually had Rainmaker Studios do a clean-up of it to make it fit with a Season 3 jumper.
1: It took them all that time to get back. Sorry, Director?
2: Still nothing. No unscheduled gate activity, nothing on the long-range census.
3: I think it's safe to say we made a clean getaway.
2: Either that
1: or they're biding their time, waiting for the right moment to attack.
3: Mo, will keep the security teams on alert just in case, but if they were able to come after us, I think they would have done so already.
0: Sorry, that was involuntary. Yeah, episode is done. Roll credits. What could possibly go wrong now? We're safely home. After
1: only 15 and a half minutes. Why not? (laughs) How's it going? It's
2: just a good portion of the database for any indication of the Assurans, but... Uh, still nothing. Still nothing. Maybe the ancients didn't want to be reminded of him. Yeah, but even if they deleted every reference to Asurans, you think there'd be some
1: hint of... Uh... Colonel?
0: Hell. <laughs> Unfortunately, you only come to that conclusion after you've met him. And after Roland's eaten something. It's strange, isn't it? The ancients tend not to get along with people. Yep. Look at them and they're right. seems
2: to be working. Engage the cloak. I'm already on it. Cloak engaged. Now, they're right over to the city. For ways of us. It's not due for weeks. It doesn't matter. I'm counting seven ships. There's nothing they could do about it.
0: They're scanning for us. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yes. My guess is that they've got visual sensors that don't rely on radar and things like that.
3: Mm. Switch
2: the shields. I can't. The shield generators were hit the initial blast. They knew right where to hit us.
0: The focus failed. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I don't care. Yep. Unexpected twist of the season. Yeah. We've been cancelled. <laughs> Surprisingly, they weren't allowed to use any flame inside the city itself. Just a lot of smoke and uh, squibs, plenty of sparks, kind of, <laughs> and debris, of course.
2: Sixteen. Can't find out that many now without shields.
3: Attention, this is Weir. All personnel to the gate room for immediate evacuation. Dialer! Earth.
1: <laughs> Run, away. Run away!
3: We need to set the self
2: destruct. We just lost automated systems. We'll lose the gate any second now. Call oh, anyway. Maybe the raids will take care and destroy the city for us. If they wanted to vaporize the city. They would have done it already. Look, if there's any part of the city left intact, they You find... know how to find Earth. I know. Okay. If you a number, when you are ready, hit this button. At that point, you only have a few seconds left. Go. No, 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 no! I can't let you do this. Not without tossing a coin or
0: something. It did not seem right. What's with Rodney? He's still standing there. It should be a cloud of dust <laughs> in the distance.
1: You'll actually find when things are under that much pressure, Rodney tends to come through.
0: It's fortunately the power systems on that laptop are still working. Mm. All helm brakes loose around him. Of course
1: they are. It's a laptop. It has a battery.
0: <laughs>
1: I actually made that mistake with laptop monitoring something and I said, but where w- would you a power cut? You know, will the laptop continue functioning? And I realized what I said <laughs> immediately after I said it.
0: Oh, you're not allowed to take him with you, Ronan. this is not booty
1: (laughs) every female officer is booty
0: yes they're all queuing up waiting to be carried carried home he's probably got a rotor oh John do you really have to close your eyes (laughs) yep Oh, that looked painful. Not a great effect, but it looks painful.
1: It's an effective <laughs> one.
0: Wake up, John. You're still alive. Or are you? <laughs> what
1: the hell just happened? Really, John, you read all the mission reports. You should know what just happened.
0: Well, he might not have read all the uh, SGC mission reports. I thought he did. No, Cameron read more. Hmm.
2: They're not people, they're machines, or replicators.
1: And we know what they are. Now that would be end of episode.
0: I'd imagine so, yeah. Come on, people. Rumbling. Line up and play a bit of music. Dress differently. You miserable lot. Look at you.
1: Rumbling intensifies.
0: Yes. Last time that happened, it was a star drive.
1: Oh dear. They're taking off.
0: Look at <laughs> the bars are shaking and all. Good God. Nice.
1: Tell me that's not a reference to uh, pretty much any NASA takeoff ever. The bridge retracting.
0: Well, they were in two mines. Originally, it was all going to explode, but pointed out that they wanted the city to land again. Hmm. So, even obviously, the replicators weren't going to keep rebuilding stuff they didn't have to.
5: What's to become of them? We have mined everything we need from their consciousness. They're no longer of any use to us. Pending their lives seems to be the most prudent course. Hmm.
0: The two at women, Helena Taylor and Kerry Tadomirsky. Yes. Helena's done a lot of voice work, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dragon Age and Burning Zone. Kerry's worked on Fringe, the 4400, and Once Upon a Tart.
4: I don't believe we've fully uncovered just how much they've learned about Lantian society, nor how much of this knowledge they passed on
5: to others.
3: They're of no threat to us, Oberoth. We see no reason not to continue our study of them.
5: Very well. Keep them alive if you wish. But I shall hold you
0: accountable. Well, it looks like you won that round, but I wouldn't want to piss him off.
3: My head is killing me.
5: How do we get back here?
1: We never left.
3: What do you mean,
2: back here? We broke out, got to the jumper, gave it back to Atlantis.
0: John had a really big adventure. <laughs> not so much the rest of them.
2: At least I thought we
3: did. <laughs> that is not what I remember.
0: The only
5: thing
2: I remember was being in a dark room fighting hand to hand for hours well they obviously created different scenarios for each of us during the mind probe no doubt looking to gather information from our responses thought so our escape seemed too easy oh at least you escaped stopped off at my quarters uh, what did they do to you mm-hmm. what did you do Rodney torture in ways too hideous and um, intimate to recount like what I said too hideous to recount
0: he slept he and had a sandwich
1: they made me eat citrus.
2: what if it is still happening
0: uh-huh. Oh, that's yes. interesting.
2: There's got to be a way
1: to know for sure.
0: The Probe you, Rodney. Was that your worst nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You can, you can drive yourself nuts if you start thinking like that.
1: Yeah, it's the Matrix. It's real,
0: Dr.
4: McKay.
1: <laughs> your
4: minds are no longer being probed.
2: Yay, probe. It's good to know it's just our minds.
0: Oh, please don't make me sick. Please, come with me. I've got the feeling that is exactly what happened to Rodney.
1: I get the feeling it was pillow talk.
2: In <laughs> space, the star drive. Of course, the rumbling sound we heard with all the ZPMs you are able to actually fly the city.
4: Yes, Doctor McKay. Watch now. We're about to open a hyperspace window.
1: The final frontier. That'd be interesting to see without window on the way.
0: Now, considering we know we there was at least two city ships in Pegasus, why didn't they ever take them into battle? The probes
4: of your minds uncovered the truth, that Atlantis had not been destroyed by the Wraith 10,000 years ago as we had believed. You only came to live there from your original home, a planet called Earth.
2: Why didn't you just dial the gates and send us through?
4: We're not taking you to Atlantis. Our intention is to destroy
0: it. Uh-oh. <laughs> not quite the whole story. Huh? Retribution.
3: For what? The disagreement you once had—the ancients no longer live there. We are the only inhabitants of that city. There
4: was no disagreement, Doctor. we
0: only betrayal. Ah, come on—you've got absolutely nothing to lose at this it's point.
1: Okay. Do we get a man the tapping at this point? Why? Well, you know, betrayal.
0: These aren't the replicators from the Milky Way. They've got nothing to do with them. Nice little visual effect in the it's hyperspace. Okay. Surprisingly, using it quite a bit.
4: The Ancients, as you call them, were desperate in their search for a better way to fight the Wraith. Though greatly outnumbered, they relied on their technological superiority to give them a needed advantage. Soon they succeeded in creating one. Now this is a practical set.
1: With quite many ZPMs in a different colour.
4: Yeah. Instead of building bigger, more powerful weapons, they chose to build smaller ones. Microscopic machines designed to infiltrate and destroy from within.
0: The ZPM holder, isn't it? I think mm. the whole idea is that it's actually a different device. Just put different light bulbs in it. Now, this is where they changed to a green screen set.
4: In these tiny killing machines, the ancients imbued an aggression that surpassed even that of their enemy. The technology allowed for organic assimilation and self-replication to increase their effectiveness. And replicate, they
0: did. Yep, they went forth and replicated.
1: Oh, dear. It's a great council, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it does actually look a bit...
4: (laughs) The molecular machines began interlocking, assembling themselves to form even more complex organisms, eventually evolving into the most effective and efficient form they knew of.
0: I'd say it's very smooth transitions, actually very nice to put together. Hmm. Filmed over multiple days, uh, actually a very long and arduous process. Can you imagine? The
4: aggression programmed into our core remained, fueling a rage we could not contain. We implored them to have this violent nature removed from our programming, but the Ancients wanted a weapon, and since their scientists included a directive prohibiting us from ever harming them, they continued the experiment. When the Ancients concluded that the experiment had gone too far, that we would never become the weapon they desired to create, they decided to end
0: it. They're making a lot of use after that table, I'll give them that. Yep. He looked annoyed. Yep. Rage against the machine. But you are the machine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, those Asian. The bastards, they really were. <laughs> They've created a sentient life form and just decided to destroy it.
1: Oh, who doesn't? Oh dear.
0: Look at that. I don't think we've ever seen so many Aurora class warships before. Yeah. And that seems a rather complicated way to destroy a city.
1: Yeah. Why not just drop something in like a crack the core?
0: Yeah, or souping over the sun.
1: Yeah, I mean let's face it. If Amanda ca- if Amanda tapping can do it.
0: Well, I'm not sure about Amanda. Sam, certainly. Thank
1: you. She doesn't, she doesn't look good. No,
0: at this point you think, hang on a minute, you're right, you know. <laughs> the agent's whined. We should be on your side. Which is all they needed to begin replicating again.
2: Replicating? This is bad. Look, they're very similar to an artificial intelligence that SG-1 encountered several years ago, that evolved from a, a tiny block replicator into human form. They may be related somehow. I read those reports. Stargate Command could barely defeat the human form replicators. Well, which is why I said this is bad.
3: But the difference here is they're emulating the ancients. They've even built themselves a version of Atlantis. And then some. Why would they do this?
0: But it kind of underlines how driven they are, especially Oberon. You know, probably a first generation. He really not letting go of uh, the betrayal. I mean, it's, it's like going to Germany after the Second World War and knocking down the Olympic Stadium because they yeah. pay homage to their makers while at the same time despising them.
1: You have given us the tools to create the weapon which shall destroy you through irony.
0: <laughs> Those were individual
2: nanites, easy to disrupt with a simple EM pulse. These, these things have evolved way beyond that with uh, interdependent organic constituents of a far greater
0: complexity. So Taylor's read the report. Hey, come on, this show never run out of bad guys. Nope.
3: Are you feeling better? Yes.
1: Hello.
0: Get her. Get her. Follow me. If you want to live.
1: <laughs> why?
0: Steady John. <laughs> she's a robot.
1: I'm sure she's a fully functional robot.
0: I'm sure she is. You may recognise that table. That mm. was originally used in the first season. Because uh, one of the directors did not like this bikey table.
1: Yes, I can't imagine why. <laughs>
0: He's not going behind Oberon's back, is he? Nope.
4: I have an offer to make you. Something that could greatly benefit us both.
3: Well, if the offer involves saving Atlantis, we are willing to listen? It does.
0: Can you really trust him, though?
4: We have achieved much since our second birth. We've evolved to take the form of our creators, built a city far grander than they ever achieved. Yet for all this, we are still restricted from reaching a pivotal point in our evolution.
3: You want to ascend?
4: Yes. Many among us, like Oberoth, have no desire to experience this. They are content with our present state. But there are a few of us who recognize that as a civilization, we are stagnant.
1: We seek to continue our own
3: evolution. To truly emulate the ancients and their ultimate achievement. Even though they betrayed you?
4: They are our creators. And ascension is the final step to equaling them.
0: Well, perhaps if they weren't fighting a war, they might mm-hmm. eventually have done something of the same scale. Kerry is the uh, Sauron on the left. Helena, that's Helena.
1: I'm, right. I'm just going to call them left and right.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> it's surprising. the thought some of these people would have been in the database, you know, when they looked through the personnel of Atlantis. Obviously not these people, but if they took the form of existing ancients...
4: But yet it still remains within us. We believe this, above all, is what has prevented us from ascending. What are you looking for, therapy? We want to rewrite our base code to remove the directives for aggression. Hmm. What's stopping you? The ancients put in place measures to prevent us from altering the code ourselves.
0: Uh, Tell us about it.
4: But you can do it.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Me, during our probe of your mind, we learned that you are capable of doing this. Oh, that's funny. All I remember is the torture. And what's in it for us?
3: We will stop the others from attacking Atlantis.
4: And we will help you in your fight against the wraith.
3: And Oberoth will agree to this?
4: I believe Oberoth is attacking Atlantis as a result of that programming.
0: Why don't you just tell them about that planet where, uh, been six months, they might like it, there. It's a
1: trap. Why should we trust you?
0: Because we are willing to trust you.
4: By extending this offer, we are jeopardizing our very existence.
1: Yeah, because every deal you've been offered which sounded this good, has been perfectly legitimate and that absolutely no catches at all.
0: Well, even if the deal's genuine, he can't back it up. No. Well, then surely they don't kill each other.
1: Yeah, you're naive. I
0: don't have much of a choice. You're going to lose this argument, John. Yep. You know, that that blue circle, that's where the fondue bit goes.
1: No, the blue circle, you push the blue circle and the self-destruct is armed.
0: (laughs) They've got a big blue button.
1: Yeah. It's an aesthetic choice.
2: Yeah, How's it coming, Rodney? Slowly. What's the holdup? What's the holdup? Do you have any idea what I'm trying to do here?
0: <laughs> not appropriate time, Rodney. Yeah. Right Settle down.
2: Oh, that is so...
0: Relatively accurate. Relatively
1: accurate?
2: Okay, still, we're not dealing with rock'em sock'em robots here. We are dealing with a complex code of over 3 billion chemical-based sequences. It's like trying to reconfigure the DNA double helix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, wow.
2: it will be done when it is done and you applying pressure is not gonna
1: What you've done Rodney yes <laughs> gotta go,
2: McKay out Rodney, what's going on?
0: Rodney I love it with Rodney, every now and again he just pauses and you know his brain is whirring away at a thousand RPM and he's come up with an idea he hung up on me Oh, I'm done. oh he surprises himself at times yeah.
1: what's the point in whispering with the machines they can hear my Andy volume
0: uh, yes, I would imagine so. Okay. You can just imagine him walking to this lot.
1: Yeah.
0: Giddy as hell, thinking, oh, I've got something to tell him.
2: They have these uh, periodic collective program updates, or uh, merges, they call them, where they exchange new information.
3: That's how Neam hopes to distribute the new
2: code to the others. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Genius, Rodney. Funnily enough, I keep saying yeah. nothing can go wrong.
2: <laughs> Should. Look, he will. I mean, get in their tracks, like hitting the pause button. I mean, Temporarily, until they figure out how to override it.
0: How long? Don't ask for specific. Well,
2: I don't know. That's why I said momentarily. Days, hours, minutes? Well, well look, it's, it's minutes, but I don't know. That's what I was just saying to him. 10, but... 20? Well, OK, fine. You want a number? Fine. 7. 7 minutes and 31 seconds. You happy? No. No. It's not enough time. Look, you wanted a number. A bigger number. Yeah, well, it may very well be longer. Or shorter. Well, I don't know. Look, you're missing... Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> look at the women. They're just, oh, dear me. <laughs> Not much point in leaving without blowing this place up first
3: How do we do that?
0: As a, we should be running Hang in a minute, we are running this place what's, what's gone wrong? Oh, that's me, right, surprise, surprise like, Why
2: don't I just go on these missions by myself? Hmm? I'll rig a ZPM overload
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's off again yep. <laughs> Bye bye uh, yes.
2: Even if he's able to honour his end of the deal There's no guarantee he can stop
3: Oberoth From attacking Atlantis we will offer him the chance to come with us. But we cannot leave this city intact.
1: Well, with the... Oh, that's a mistake. <laughs> come
0: on. It was a given pretty much from the first scene that this wasn't going to end very well.
1: Yeah. It's
0: Yes, it probably is. Other that, these phones keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah please of course it will work
2: Why is it taking so long why do you always have to (laughs) yes I need to properly calibrate the frequencies I want to make sure that when I freeze them I freeze them all okay Okay, all would be good Okay, just let me finish
0: thank you you know the touchscreen on an iPad can be a bitch to use but that one (laughs) here here we go in five
2: four
1: three two it's like the end of the play squad isn't
0: it (laughs) yes don't move everybody
2: hey it worked
0: Except for one person who just looks around. Most of these actors were actually mime artists brought in because they could stand still. Mm. They thought about using special effects CGI to actually emulate
2: this. So distribute it to the others in the next merge. It'll be different than the rest of them. What happened?
1: I was just dropping out of hyperspace. We just dropped out of hyperspace. We need to move. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: Come with us. I'll explain on the way.
0: But this level of interaction looked a lot better.
1: Yeah, and this isn't at all like Amanda's interaction with Five. Now, uh, Ronan, I
2: could
0: use. Uh... Now, this is a little. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Look at him, there for the taking. Like I say, the ancient lab we saw earlier looked a lot like this room, just lit differently.
3: You must understand the situation. If you can't stop Oberoth, I M- said
4: M- I would
0: do everything in my power.
3: But M- can you promise that you will succeed?
0: Oh, you foolish boy.
3: Our lives and the lives of all of our people are at stake here.
2: You merged to a subspace connection. Even if you're with us, you should be able to spread the new code amongst the others.
0: You wanted all the best for your own people.
3: Come with us, Liam. Ascension is within your grasp.
0: My God, talk about manipulation. Weir is a bloody expert.
2: Damn. What is it? In order to do this, I need to utilize all three ZPMs. I was hoping to bring at least one of them back with us. Do what you can. We only have three minutes. Look, I already told you it. Never mind. Need an access code to remove the fail
0: Oh, at times you really want to smack Rodney. Your password is password. <laughs> Not very original. Oh,
4: hey-oh. How about our weapons? We can recover them on the way.
0: Well, so far so good. Which means any second now. Whoa. Whoa. Fancy bumping into you here. Ha! Huh.
1: You could be pretending. Not so
2: arrogant now,
0: are you? Hmm? Yeah, don't poke him, Rodney. Don't poke him. He's going to poke him. <laughs> That's
1: not going to work.
0: Look at that. Rodney's going on kill and doesn't do a damn thing to him.
1: Well, it seems, it seems to freeze
0: them. Yeah, you think he'd do some actual physical damage, though, wouldn't you?
2: So much for seven and a half minutes. It was an arbitrary number. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. See that's why you never give him a number, Rodney. You'll learn. Yeah. Who needs doors?
3: Colonel Shepherd. Odo
0: oh, no.
1: <laughs> Again, another person beginning to go. Oh.
0: Go. <laughs> Keep shooting him. Again, again, hit him again. Oh, lovely that is.
1: You just like big shiny things in the back background.
0: Going set, you're going to
1: kill And it wasn't said to kill?
0: It is Well, the reds kill, isn't it? It normally glows mo- He just told them to set it to kill I think that might be a continuity error <laughs> Look,
2: as soon as I trigger the overload There'll be practically zero lag time before it blows Practically? Okay, fine, so like a few seconds for it to build up power But not How really? many seconds I don't know what, Five, Again getting with the opportunity numbers We need to move Again <laughs> <Yes.
0: laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> This way! What is that?
0: The sound of the city about the ball move! It, it's an alarm. Aren't you familiar with it, you've heard it many a time. Last one in the jumper, buys the beers.
2: Get the roof over on you, this is gonna be a short trip. Don't wait for me! I'm just saying if we can't get out of the jumper bay. It doesn't matter, the overload's happening now. We're about to explode. Is a roof open? Yes, go.
0: <laughs> you've got no choice really. As he says, it's gonna blow. That's where the budget goes. Yeah. They have blown up so many valuable resources. <laughs> You're looking in the wrong direction, mate. It's to your left. Mm-hmm. As you would expect, they made a lot of use of the tennis ball. Yes. When <laughs> the green screen worked.
1: Tennis ball won't tick. Nice work.
0: Maybe a little too early to be counting your chickens, Elizabeth. Thank you. Oh, nope. <laughs> I've got an itch. Something's wrong.
3: What's wrong?
0: Why, oh, why did I sign up for automatic push updates? Damn you, Apple. Damn you. us on my planet.
4: They know what I've done. I'm being reset.
3: Rodney, do something. It's too late.
4: They're-
0: it's not going to be good. That's a problem. They're like the Borg. They're all interconnected. <laughs> now, somebody as strong as him should be able to just rip her head off.
2: Yeah. It's not going to
0: this was quite easy. But <laughs> we, credit to the stuntman, the body double who did that stunt. You can actually see him working on it in the extras on the DVD.
2: I'm so sorry. I didn't.
0: Is uh, it real, John? <laughs> you could be asking that question for years to come. Yeah. Elizabeth looking a little worse for wear, not quite the uh, conclusion to the mission she was expecting when she set off with a spring in a step.
2: How's it going? Still nothing. Either the ancients chose to purposely conceal every record extremely well, I might add, or they simply deleted them from the database. I'm leaning towards the latter. Well, perhaps they think they've truly destroyed them all. Either that or they didn't want anyone to know they had failed. Again? There is nothing more annoying than people who won't admit their own mistakes.
0: Oh, bloody hell, the look on Zelenka's face, sure. that is absolutely priceless. And you can be pretty sure John wants to say a little more than that.
1: Yeah, why isn't there sort of, you know, shooting stars and stuff?
0: This isn't a Spielberg film. If it was, there would be a shooting star.
1: No, not that. I mean, why isn't debris entering the atmosphere?
0: Because the debris is elsewhere, as it is moved underneath it. Ah,
1: reasons of budget.
0: Probably, yes. I mean, that was a new background shot with the moon. Mm.
3: Well, we beat them this time. Maybe we scared them off.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I wouldn't count on it, but if it helps you sleep at night, then go on believing it. And this sequence, John is actually sitting on a bike to eat. Mm. is on a little dolly. <laughs> floating in space. Shot at 60 frames per second for the slow motion look. And of course, seeing this, you know we will be seeing him again. For once and for the fact that he's pretty much nearly absolute zero, I'm sure there'll be a bit of tear rolling down his cheek. Mm. Revenge is a dish best served cold. And it's very cold in space. Translated from the original Klingon. And that was it. Progeny. Pretty good episode. I enjoyed that.
1: Intriguing, yeah. I don't know why I confused it with the other one.
0: As we said, part one of two, uh, we'll be covering the second part, uh, the real world, in two weeks' time. Of course, that episode has a guest appearance by Richard Dean Anderson. So <laughs> should be a lot of fun.
1: I'm sure we'll have a guest appearance by someone.
0: I think we will do. Brad didn't turn up. He's either asleep or busy driving his rig around.
1: Or oh, hope. Well, hopefully not both.
0: <laughs> not both. <laughs> <laughs> He's on that stretch of road which goes on straight for miles and miles until right at the last couple of hundred yards when it turns sharp left.
1: Right, actually. Um,
0: OK, fair enough.
1: Yeah, because it's said north and it's the east coast. Because you basically run out of land.
0: <laughs> I can't wait. It's a problem eventually all roads have, isn't it, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, you run out
0: of it. Oh, the country. Rob C. Cooper, who uh, came up with this story along with Carl Binder, he uh, created the stories for 10 episodes of SG-1, 5 of SGA and 2 of SGU. Carl Binder also created the story of 5 for SGA and 1 of SGU. Carl, who did the teleplay, he did 8 for Atlantis and 1 of SGU. The director, Andy Makita, who actually directed... What was I watching the other day when his name popped up? Brain Gone... I think it was Cedar Cove.
1: Really?
0: Yes, it was Cedar Cove. I don't think you watched that.
1: No, I've not. No,
0: Terrell is in it. He directed... 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 episodes of Atlantis, 12 episodes of Stargate Universe, as I said, also directed episodes of Cedar Cove, Motive, Bitten and Lost Girl. It's always nice to put Joe on and see a familiar name in the credits, either actor or someone from behind the scenes. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What?
4: I like the yellow ones.
0: Never mind. We got some feedback over on Google Plus for last week's episode. Mac MacLeod posted that the main story wasn't bad, and pointed out that it may have been to the SGC's tactical advantage if they weaponised this entity, and released the results onto enemy wards. He mentioned mutated bears and crocodiles. But I thought it wasn't really the actions of the good guys, which the SGC are portrayed as, but the idea would make an excellent premise for a sci-fi creature feature. Q comments about Sharknado. Lots of likes over on our Facebook page, although more for the gallery than the episode. But hey-ho, plenty of favourites and retweets on Twitter, which is always satisfying. A few birthdays are on the way. On the 29th of September, it's the birthday of Alexis Cruz, who appeared on both the Stargate feature film and SG-1 playing Skara. He has also guest starred in Castle, Perception, CSI and Shark. On the 30th, is the birthday of Grayston Holt, who played Corporal Reynolds on Stargate Universe, and recently starred in the Canadian werewolf series Bitten as Clayton Danvers, as well as guest spots on Once Upon a Time, Alcatraz and Supernatural. October 1st is the birthday of Holly Alicia Dignard who played the older version of Elizabeth in the Atlantis episode, Before Our Sleep, and also the presidential aide in two episodes of SG-1. She has also appeared on BSG, Whistler and Eureka. Sharing the birthday is Mr. Todd Masters, who is president of Masters FX, a special effects studio who specialises in makeup, prosthetics and creature creation, and has worked on Stargate and many other TV shows and movies. We'll post more Stargate-related birthdays as and when they appear, And if you want to get in touch with us, and we hope you do, then you can make use of our contact form over on gatecast.co.uk and our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Google Plus and on Twitter we are at the Gatecast, which is one word. iTunes and Stitcher carry our feed and you can also manually add it to any podcatcher that takes your fancy. We also have an additional RSS feed which carries every episode the link for that can be found on our website okay then let's wrap it up okay then folks that was progeny uh, hope you enjoyed that excellent guest appearance by David Ogden steers oh. basically stand there and look menacing he did it quite well
1: oh, of course he did that's what he's paid to do
0: yep next week we are back on sg1 for the episode 200 ah. which I wasn't part of no but there were three people on the show
1: yes eventually oh yes there were some issues where i was going so you're recording this for that last day oh hang on downloads you may have to rummage through it
2: 199 episodes sg1 has kept order in the universe but
5: episode 200 will turn their world upside down
1: yo
3: Wonderbread.
5: We do a good job of showing the inner workings of our brain in our 200th episode. I'm giving it all I got,
3: Captain.
2: Everything that fans have ever wished for, we throw it in there. Are you
1: serious?
0: Okay, then, folks. Thank you for joining us for Progeny. Next week will be 200. One of the more humorous episodes of SE1. Yeah, we're fun. I will be watching that episode again before I edit the podcast. Don't want to miss out on that one. It's like window of opportunity. You can't miss out.
1: Indeed. Yeah,
0: Right then, hope you join us next week. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.